Adventure Seekers, welcome. Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rain Law, and it's time for our quote of the day. Do not be afraid to give up the good for the great. Kenny Rogers. Now it's on to AJNW News. It is now 2021, which happens to be when Mad Max supposedly going to take place. Because of this, I decided to try to stay ahead of the curve and started dressing the way they did in the movie. As it was a little chillier here than it is in Australia, I decided that it would be a good idea to wear a bathrobe over top of the chainmail outfits. And since the heating elements have gone down in the hot water heater, Misogi is now a unexpected delight instead of just a regular everyday occurrence. Did I say delight? I meant surprise. Along with this, every time the chainmail moves, it feels like Misogi once again. If you would like to support this podcast, you can sell your blood. Or failing that, you can pledge a gift on anchor.fn ran-law. Another way you can support, if you have some loose change, is you can go to my Patreon page, www.patreon backslash randlaw. Now it's time for AJNW weather. It was frosty this morning. So frosty, in fact, that you couldn't see out of the window. But if you opened the door and stepped out, you could see that all of the fields around were covered with frost. Of course, it makes it hard to drive when you step out of the vehicle, but at least you can see. At some point, I think I'm going to have to rely on the windshield scraper, but I have another mile or two before I get to the end of the road, and maybe the defrost will kick in by that point. I'm just kidding. The defroster works just great, and I can see fine if I make it past the first dip in the road as I cross the stream. Using the force to stay on the trail comes in handy, now and again. And who said I don't make any Jedi references? As you may have noticed, AJNW weather and AJNW traffic are often coupled together. In fact, they are inexplicably linked because when the weather's bad, there's hardly anyone out driving. And when the weather's nice, there's hardly anyone out driving, at least in this area. But on days when it's frosty and hard to see out of the windshield. It's also understand why everyone gets off the road when they see a lunatic driving down the center with a palm-sized defrosted opening. However, I do appreciate their courtesy of pulling over into the field to let me go by ahead of them. It's now time for AJNW Sports. And today in sports, we introduce the art of shuriken jutsu. Shuriken Jutsu is the art of blade throwing, which encompasses more than those four pointy star things that you see the ninja tossing about. Here at AJNW News, we toss swords, knives, spears, and the tomahawk, hatchet, or axe. During any mechanical problems, I've also been known to throw a hammer, but that's another facet of the throwing arts that we will discuss at some later date. I do believe the Japanese Ono was so named because every time someone threw one of them, that's what the target said. Oh no! The wife and I have been watching both Star Trek Discovery and The Mandalorian, just trying to keep up from where we left off. After all, that's what long weekends are all about. 
I have also been rereading the book Gates of Fire. I had told both James Williams Sensei and some of my students that I had not read the book before, but it all came back to me within the first page. But I had forgotten the title. After all, it had been at least 20 years, maybe 22 years since I first read it. Q&A with Sensei centered around questions concerning Iajetsu, which is the art of drawing the blade quickly. Sensei's recommendation for students who posed question about the practice was, number one, don't cut off your own head. Outer extremities were to be also left intact, but the head took priority. And now it's time for a haiku by Sensei, entitled, Out of the Mist. Write, and then erase. Rewrite, and then a flower. From the mist appears. It is now time to continue where we left off with Book 6 from the Mystic Dreamwalker series, Jace Lee, The Tutelage of Ming Wu. Last week we were talking about how no one knew anything about Ming Wu. That is, no one had reported ever dreaming about a character named Ming Wu, and no one recalled ever hearing Higa-sensei mentioning him. That is, until Harley had thought about it for over a week, and then he remembered one brief time when he was a beginning student that he had seen Higa-sensei with a Chinese man. This man was obviously a martial art master as well as a master at dreamwalking. Harley related to Xander that he had never actually met Mingwu, but had seen him in the distance. Even at that, it was only while he had been in the dream state. The only thing that Harley could remember clearly about Mingwu was about how demanding he seemed to be to Higa, and how Higa seemed to revere him. Higa had once related to Harley how Mingwu had very little regard for anything other than his Kung Fu, which he considered dreamwalking to be a part of its inner art. Ming Wu considered Higa Sensei's practice of Kung Tao and Kimpo as bastardized variants of his Chinese boxing method, but they were tolerated along with the Aikijujutsu because of the dreamwalking. Ming Wu claimed that there were other dreamwalkers about the globe, but they were even more pitiful than Higa and Uyata. So, of course, he, Mingwu, spent most of his time trying to chide the slackers up to his standards during their dream state. This often had an adverse effect of giving them nightmares. And that's as far as we're going with Book 6 at this time. If you're interested in going further, there is a link from my webpage to the Amazon site where you can order the book. Right now, on my Patreon page, we are beginning to step up on our visual materials with the inclusion of Zen and Pen comics and also instructional Tokushi Kenpo illustrations in the works. Along with this, there is a bit of the rudimentary photographs detailing or at least giving a hint on how to perform the Tokushi Kenpo kettlebell training skills in their particular order. I found exercising in this sequence helps benefit myself and my students better than just haphazardly 
and randomly swinging that kettlebell around. I have also released the kettlebell handbook that is a companion workbook to the Tokushi Kempo student handbook. And the Tokushi Kempo Kihan handbook is already in production. All three of these books go hand in hand together. I am also anxiously awaiting hearing from Jeff Jeds, who indicated to me last week that he wanted to get a hold of me after the New Year festivities were over. For those of you who are unaware of Jeff Jed's reputation, he is a student of both Arnis and Jeet Kune Do, or maybe I should say Leo Fong's version of the art, which I believe Bruce Lee himself approved of according to a letter that I read that Mr. Fong had graciously made available on the internet some time ago. And by saying that he approved, I believe his exact words were something to the effect of the ultimate. I don't remember exactly if he said, is inside of you, or that Leo Fong already had achieved the ultimate. Be that as it may, we as martial artists know that there is no destination but a continual daily journey. Perfection is as elusive to us as it is for Seven of Nine or any of the other Borg. And speaking of the Borg, it's always important to remember not to be assimilated. So if you can, fold space and time like Paul Atreides and see into the future what you desire to achieve and start walking down that path. No matter what field you pursue, you may never achieve the perfection that you seek, but at least you will be closer if you start than if you have never taken a step in that direction. In my youth, I had wanted to be a cartoonist and a writer. My high school guidance counselor didn't think that was fitting for my aptitude test that I took multiple times through school, scoring high in every field. He thought I was selling myself short, and he refused to allow me to sign up for the classes I desired to take. And then, of course, life got in the way, and the newspapers fell out of vogue. And here I am, all out of practice, drawing. But at least I am trying to rekindle some of the fire that I had once lost. Now, if I can only figure out how to transfer my asinine humor to my comics, I'll be set. Until then, possibly, I'll be able to at least transfer some of my Tokushi Kimpo thoughts to others. Also, as a reminder, if you're wanting to study Wing Chun, you can go to Adam Chan's page. And if you're interested in working with the man who inherited Fook Young Chuan, you can look up Steve Smith at the Little Dojo. If your interest runs along the lines of Jeet Kune Do, I believe you can get online training from Tommy Carruthers out of Scotland. And of course, if you like the Japanese sword arts, you can train in Toyama-ru under Shihan Dana Abbott online. And if you're looking for a full-spectrum samurai martial art perspective, you can train with my sensei, James Williams, with his online dojo. Who knows, coming up soon, I may have some information from Jeff Jeds on his system, or at least you should be able to get to hear about his next project. I don't know if he's filming anything 
or should I say being filmed, at the moment, but, of course, that's what we will be finding out about later. As always, thanks for coming by and listening, and I leave you with this reminder. I highly recommend martial art instruction. Everything I do has been influenced by the martial arts. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. Keep following your dreams.